what did you uh, what did you learn this so week? So I learned that uh, you like to um, say things to me that you want to say to yourself. I.e. Hey, fatty. Put down the beignet. I didn't call you fatty and you did not have a beignet. Oh, well, let me say this. That's how it came across. Okay. That's how you, fe- that's how I made you feel. You made me feel that way. Yes. Okay. Well, you're probably accurate. I do project <laughs> a lot. Uh, this week, I learned yeah. that if you can't get to your own hose or don't have time to do so, you grab any of the kids' hoses in the neighborhood oh, yeah. and you use their hose. It's. That is, yes. When you're overcome with thirst. Yep. And it takes too much time to get to your hose. Yep. You go to the first available. First available. Doesn't matter. Hose a hose. Hmm. So I wonder what these other people learned this week on the Gary and Shannon show. This week on the Gary and Shannon show, I learned what a pickleback was. Apparently a pickleback is a shot of pickle juice after taking a shot of Jameson whiskey. Look, if you got to take a pickle back after whiskey, maybe whiskey's not for you. Good point. I'm just saying. Hey, guys. It's Duchess again from Santa Rosa Valley. And what I learned this week on the Gary and Shannon show is that I really love to say the word caucus. I love all this caucus talk this morning. Hmm. Caucus just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Caucus. Anyway, that's what I learned (laughs) about myself. I love the word caucus. Hey, what's up? Happy Friday. I realized that, um, well, actually, I learned that you guys never watched the Flintstones or the Jetsons or something. Why? And I hadn't watched it in years. I recently started watching it because I learned I that I didn't the two cartoons were in the same time frame. Oh. And it's supposed to be the future. The Jetsons are the rich that live in the sky, and the Flintstones are the poor that live down on Earth. Oh. And they still had technology. They remember a telephone, but it was very, very different. It's kind of funny when you rewatch it that way. Good stuff, great entertainment. Gary, Shannon, Dell here. This is what I've learned on your show this week. I've learned that when you have a small business there with food, Shannon is good until the first bite. And then it's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, this is great. Get your caucus away from here. This is my food. Good morning, Gary and Shannon. My name is Renee from Hollywood. Hey. I learned today that Shannon knows all the bad words in Spanish. Have a wonderful weekend. I do. So. What I learned on Gary and Shannon this week, I learned that Shannon may have missed her true calling as a life coach because thanks to her, I have my new life mantra of when in doubt, take it out. <laughs> Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday, Gary and Shannon. This week on your show, I learned that when you take a shot of Jameson, you can chase it with a pickleback. But then you got to call Jana and go play some pickleball. And then on Tuesday, instead of expendable, Shannon created a new word, expungible, which is fun. I like that word. Happy weekend. Hey, Gary and Shannon. What I learned this week is uh, the caucus cannot be blocked. That's an excellent point. Bad weather is not going to block that caucus. Excellent takeaways. And uh, just to clarify, when in doubt, take it out is a writing rule. Writing. Writing. Oh, yes. Writing. Yeah. Yeah. To keep it shorter. Keep it shorter. And if something doesn't look right, uh, take it out. Like when you're writing jokes and stuff, when in doubt, take it out. All right. And it doesn't refer to any sort of caucus. 
our nine news nuggets you need to know are those stories that uh, kind of fell through the cracks over the course of this week. There's a lot going on. I mean, we've had a lot, a lot. And next week with all the caucus talk, we're going to have a lot more, I bet. So these are the stories that uh, we wanted to get to. We just couldn't. Here is our honorable mention. Honorable mention. Not supposed to mention. I was going to mention it when the time was right. It's never a policy not to mention it. It's been an honor serving with you all. Didn't I mention it? What an honor it is. Great and honorable Moses. So today we're holding auditions to become the newest member of Honorable Mention. Whenever I think of gummy bears, I think of our old board op, Blake. He loved gummy bears, didn't he? I think he, th- that was the last time I had a gummy board. But get, that, what do you call it? Was when Blake was here. Yeah. I don't think I've had one since then. Well, candy brand Haribo has broken a Guinness World Record when it used its gummy bears to create a mosaic of the company's mascot, a massive one. They used 150,000 gummy bears. This was at the gym at the University of Wisconsin Parkside. Home of the fighting rangers. Mm. Got a lot of schools over there in University of Wisconsin. They said it took four hours and 300 Haribo employees accompanied by friends, family members, members of the Boys and Girls Club of Kenosha, and other local residents. How many uh, how many gummy bears do you think those kids ate while they were building this <laughs> mosaic? Yeah, if, if 150,000 ended up in the actual mosaic, I bet you 150,000 ended up in those kids' bellies. Yes. Number nine. Uh, number nine. I did nine plays if a cop's dirty nine times out of ten, his partner's dirty too. And I speak nine languages. I stay up till nine o'clock. Basically everybody at table nine. I feel ready to go another nine in. Niner. Did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? This is a good story. Um, he's a good dog. He's a good boy. Tempe, Arizona has a uh, shelter called the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. Uh, all was quiet in the middle of the night, and then an alarm went off. And the founder of Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, Jody Polanski, says, it was 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. I immediately looked to see what was going on, security camera, and couldn't find anything happening. And then I saw the mess, and I was like, oh, my God. It's like a Disney movie where the dogs break out of the shelter and they live their own lives after dark. It's like Toy Story, but dog story. King is this giant husky looking dog that broke out of his kennel, tried to get his friends out. He managed to open a closed door, decided he needed some food and drinks, and that's when the mess started. He was eventually busted by a Tempe police officer. The cops came? They called the cops on King? Yeah. Nicknamed as Mr. Clean, the Tempe officer. Who wanted to stay anonymous. <laughs> got King back in his bed, ended up cleaning the aftermath of the dog's festivities. Oh, oh that's, that's cute. Right. They said uh, it's a night that King won't forget, and neither will Mr. Clean, the police officer. But you know what? King is so lauded right now by all the other dogs that are like, you bro- you broke out. Like, yeah, he, you got out. He has probably His name was probably Prince right before that. Yeah. And it's now like that Andy he's... Dufresne of the kennel. Andy Dufresne. Number eight. Every eight seconds. Listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. This is a very odd story. I love it. Sometimes women, we get too wrapped up in our stories. You know what I mean? A woman in Massachusetts accused of trying to poison her husband with some soup. Now, who steals soup? Police said that somebody pretending to be a soap opera star convinced her 
to attempt to poison her husband. Which soap opera star do you think it was? Do you think it was Sammy? Do you think it was Hope? I recognize Hope. Do you think it was Stefan? Am I saying these names correctly? I don't know. I think I might be. What was the big wedding that took place like on General Hospital in the 80s? Oh, yeah. My grandma watched General Hospital. My mom was a Days of Our Lives person, still is. I don't remember who it was. But uh, when Marlena's head started to spin around like she was a demon, that's when I was like, "Ah, there's something (laughs) wrong with this. Um, This woman, her name, Roxanne Doucette of Townsend, Massachusetts, charged with attempted murder. She says, I never, ever tried to poison him in any way whatsoever. I love him very, very much, and I would never try to kill anyone. Lies. Wink. Doth protest too much. Uh, She said the soup was just old. It wasn't poisoned, but things took a bizarre turn when she called 911, and her 73-year-old husband, Paul, had to be taken to the hospital. The daughter met them at the hospital, and there are messages on a phone from a scammer claiming to be a soap opera star who wanted to... Hook up with Roxanne. Oh, it was a gentleman. One message from the person said, you have to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. That is a delusion at its finest, isn't it? (laughs) I don't even know who the hot soap brought. She then wrote back and said, I'm making an amazing soup, special potion. Maybe I could collect life insurance. Oh, no. Man, they didn't say exactly what the poison was. But uh, again, she says she never poisoned anybody. It was just bad soup. Maybe it was Eric from Days of Our Lives. Here's number seven. The seventh son of the seventh son. One on for seven days. With the government. Sector seven. Five, seven. Seven a.m. Seven years of college down the drain. Seven. 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 Seven days. Okay, so I love that there's a Facebook page. I do, too. I was just about to say the same thing. So there's a Facebook page, and it is called are we dating the same guy (laughs) and it's a private facebook group it originated in new york it's part of a wider network of pages where women regularly share information about negative dating encounters they've had in their respective cities they ask for advice about red flags and there's a guy in chicago now who's suing dozens of these women who posted about him because they posted negative reviews on this page. Nico D'Ambrosio uh, claims that his reputation was sullied after his name and picture were put up on this page. He said he first met the woman who made the original post at some event in Chicago last year and that they got it on consensually later that same night. They went on a handful of what he called unremarkable dates, but they never engaged in an exclusive dating relationship. Uh. So... um. There was a woman who made a post. She talked about how they met. We met organically in Chicago two and a half months ago. Very clingy, very fast, flaunted money, very awkwardly. Kept talking about how I don't want to see his bad side, especially when he was on business calls. Blah, blah, blah. After I blocked his number, he texted me on another one, which is in the other text screenshot below. Uh, That's funny because other women said I went out with him a few times over a year ago. He told me I wanted to. He told me what I wanted to hear until I slept with him, and then he ghosted me. I'd steer clear. Another one said he's been posted here before. The poster said he sent her a slew of texts calling her names because she didn't want to spend the night with him. Mm. He's targeting 27 named women in in his lawsuit. Nico, I would target the uh, health clinic. Suing for $75 in damages. My goodness, that's funny. Uh, He told me what I wanted to hear until I slept with him. Honey, that ain't just Nico. (laughs) 
That's every man in Chicago. <laughs> or I'm sorry, every man in the world. Here's number six. I got six, you got six, she got six. Uh, number six. Dude, there's six more weeks of winter. Why do you have a picture of me, a rabbi, and six drunken longshoremen? Why don't we just stick her in a nursing home closer to us so I don't have to drive six hours? Drink another six pack. Number six. Well, this is sad. I don't even get this. There's something on the writing here is not making sense. A couple of elderly people in South Carolina died in their bedroom. They were found during a wellness check last week. Police said that the home's heater had reached 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit, so hot that the victims' bodies had exceeded 106 degrees. When the fire department eventually showed up, the temperature inside the house was 120 degrees. And that's even after they had opened the doors for about 20 minutes. They checked the basement of the residence where the heater and the hot water heater were located. One firefighter said the heater was so hot, it looked as if the basement was on fire. The temperature at the water heater measured it at over 1,000 degrees. Mondo, why did you put dead elderly people in the nuggets? It's very sad. It was a hot story. Number five. For five minutes! I have five rules. We begin bombing in five minutes. Five little monkeys. This is the year 5.5. I'm leaning on type five for Anaheim. Do me a favor and lose five pounds immediately. Another hot story. Yes. A man has accidentally... <laughs> a man has burned down his house. He was trying to cook a steak in a toaster oven. Uh, he wanted steak and chips for dinner, you know, as they say. He made the unusual decision to put a steak in the toaster, left it to cook, and he went down the road to buy some <laughs> buy some French fries. How hard is it to grill a <laughs> piece of steak? Well, and you don't need it to be on that long. That's no. the biggest misnomer about cooking steaks. I used to overcook my steaks. Yeah, and you learned. And now I cold sear them, and I, it takes me about eight minutes, maybe. Do you like them medium? I like them more done than my wife does. I do too. I like them more medium well, which people uh, will riot over. But uh, my dad was always a medium rare person on the rarer side. My dad was always one that was like, uh, it's got to be char broiled oh, is he? to car coal yeah. before you eat it. You know like when it's that. really chewy, like gum? Well, especially if you've got like a, a piece of steak that's not great piece of steak, that's when you really want it well done. Yeah. But I when you're... I want mine still kicking. Ugh. <laughs> Number four. Four minutes. He's probably on his fourth tranquilizer by now. Commandment number four. There goes the fourth amendment. This isn't the same world you left four years ago, sir. In oh, Texas, a man is suing Walmart for $100 million in damages or what he wants, unlimited free lifetime shopping at any of the locations. Oh, His name is nice. Roderick Jackson. I bet we know exactly what Roderick looks like. Uh, <laughs> um, he filed two handwritten complaints. You don't get those very often anymore unless it's coming straight out of a prison. Two handwritten complaints to the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Arkansas, where the Walmart headquarters are. Uh, the complaints don't go into detail as to why Roderick is suing but alleged that there was an incident that occurred in March of 21 at a store in Omaha that involved false pretense of shoplifting and the violation of his civil rights based on race and or color. 
spokesperson for Walmart said it does not dis tolerate discrimination of any kind, obviously. Um, the allegations are almost identical to a lawsuit that he filed against the company in 2021 that was dismissed. <laughs> said we intend to defend the company against the allegations once we have been properly served. Listen, why not shoot your shot like 2K? I mean, we are in America. We are a litigious society. Walmart's got boatloads of money. Why not try to get unlimited free lifetime shopping? Because, listen, that's going to be smaller than the $100 million. Yeah. No matter what he buys at any uh, Walmart for the rest of his life, it's going to come in at less than $100 million. Number three. Three shall be the number thou shalt count, and the number of the counting shall be three. They were dead within three hours. Three. Security clearance level three. All three of you. Three. I got all three of you guys for the rest of your natural born lives. After about three days, they both start to stink. Uh, remember that scene in Back to the Future where Biff runs into the back of the uh, Merritt Manure truck? Yeah. An 18-year-old in North Stonington, Connecticut is accused of ramming a septic truck into a police cruiser. I would, I would not advise that. I mean, if you're going to steal a septic tank and, and, and drive it into something, I would advise against a police cruiser. Well, they got a call, uh, an active disturbance um, Friday night. Woman said she was in a fight with her 18-year-old son, and when troopers got there, they were confronted by him. Uh, he was driving a septic truck that he had illegally gained access to, and they rammed the septic truck into one of the cruisers and then ran. They chased him. Thankfully, none of the septic contents got over the What did group. that smell like? Hmm. Who? Is that a guess? Yeah, I uh, mean, I guess that would be what's in a septic tank. Yeah, probably. Well, I say it could have been a cleaned out one. Then it just smells like cleanser and poo. Right. Number two. What's going on, you two? Pick out two fingers. One, two. two. <laughs> there are two people in this house. There's two sons and no women. Two ringy dingy. A competitor in Chinese chess says he has sued the National Association for mental distress. He was stripped of his title for drinking alcohol and defecating in the bathtub of his hotel hey, at a hey, recent who competition. Cares what the guy does in his own hotel room. I could room. not agree more. Yen if you want to poop in your own bathtub, this is uh, China. Yeah. You should be able to do it. A little lumberjack playset while you're in the pool there. Young Chang Long says uh, it happened. Yeah, it happened. But wrote in a civil complaint this week that he drank a moderate amount of beer to celebrate his win with other players and that some food had caused st stomach problems and that he, <laughs> he couldn't make it to the I mean, he's already having a bad day. He's pooping in the tub. <laughs> you know, is, hasn't he suffered enough? Why is this all of our business? And why do we why know what happened in his hotel yeah, room? HIPAA laws are great. In, in America, you could poop in your tub whenever you wanted to. I think so. And no so. one yeah. would bother and you. And still collect the paycheck Absolutely. for winning a chess. You know, if you go home today and you play uh, poop in the tub, yeah. uh, you're still going to get your paycheck next week. I, I hope. I would hope so. You, know, you don't have to disclose who's, that. Who's telling people that I've pooped in my tub? Right. That's my other question. Unless he blamed it on the dog. I mean, unless it was so bad that it didn't go through the drain. It's number one. We're number one. You're the number one. We're number one, Ben. That's all the cast. I decided to look out for number one. Are you the number one? Number one. Number one. Number one. Well, I mean. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. A Russian singer has uh, been handed a 10-day prison sentence. He's the, he's the front man for a band called The Puppies. And so what happened? What did he do wrong? Well, uh, he exposed himself fully naked on stage. Um, no, he had a sock on his penis. Well, it fell off. Oh. If you don't have enough to keep the sock up. You shouldn't you be exposing stop, yourself. Stop with the sock trick. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, the video showed him on stage with the sock in place <laughs> and then briefly naked without it, shrieks from the audience. He did say in court, I regret it. It happened by accident. No. I didn't no, think no, no. that this sock would fall off. And it seemed like an appropriate performance. Which was absolutely not the case. You've done a lot of um, scantily clad stage performances, at least in my memory. Have you ever gone up with... uh, uh, Just a sock? Just a sock. You saw me at my least clothed. Was that the mesh top? Yeah. Or the dress? I had more clothes on with the dress. What were you wearing on the bottom with the mesh top? I couldn't take my, my eyes off the top, so... Pink hot pants? Are you serious? Well, if you don't remember, I, I can never, show you a picture. I never, I never made it there. I was focused on... Hey, 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 keep your eyes up here. They were. They were. Well, lucky you. All right. Uh, the John Cobelt Show on a Friday is coming up next. How do I turn the Zoom call We'll off? see you Monday. Stay dry, everybody. Blessings. Oh, goodbye. Gary and Shannon. News without the skew. KFI. And KOST HD2. Los Angeles. Orange County. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.